Welcome to Something Blue, wedding planning with the 21st century bride and groom. My name is Aaron. I'm the bride. My name is Maxwell. I'm the groom. Today marks 371 days until our wedding day. 371. In next week, we will be less than a year. I know. I know. Just a disclaimer, these are our personal opinions and experiences. This is not a commentary on anyone else's choices in their wedding planning process or mariage. You do, you bitch. So let's get into it. How are we feeling? This week has been literal chaos. Chaos, chaos. This week has been a month. I can't remember the last time. I can't remember the last time we recorded, actually. Um, It was... Uh, we recorded two, one on top of another. So when our last week was released, it was recorded two weeks ago. Oh man! <clears throat> and it has felt like yeah, a, a yeah. whole month. Um, oh, Insane. oh my god! Um, what started the week? What what chaos? Oh my god! Some tea for the pod. Can I need to spill this tea? Because it has nothing to do with weddings or like really a lot of anything but just like a weird (laughs) so i've been talking a lot about my job Mm -hmm. and how overwhelming it's been um we're me and the kids we're starting to you know vibe which is great we're vibing groove hitting our groove it it, it hit a little snag today there's a little incident in my first period but that's okay um but i no i really said i'm gonna start this week it was tuesday so i'm gonna start this week i'm gonna have a positive attitude monday monday blues have gone away only four days till the weekend i'm gonna have a good tuesday i open my door first period and who do i see waltz on by on my campus but my ex-boyfriend my (laughs) ex-boyfriend waltzes onto my campus (laughs) my campus and it just like it was uh, jarring to say the least Mm -hmm. um he was literally like three doors down from my classroom um it's fine like we're adults Mm -hmm. and that was my place of work like we chilled i only spilled the beans to a couple students giving them the tea and they thought it was hilarious um (laughs) and i'm an elective teacher so it's not a big deal but uh, (laughs) like you know it it was a weird it was a weird vibe and yeah. and that started my week of chaos. We also started rehearsals for our new show this week. Congratulations. Oh my god, my group is so amazing. Oh, I got emotional at the end of rehearsal today because <laughs> I was just so excited to like be there with them and just their energy and just like, oh, uh, it really reminded me like why I like doing this in the first place. Mm-hmm. Oh, so exciting. Um Maxwell has a myriad of news as well yeah so um you know i've been trying to get work because i'm coming up on my graduation so trying to get this transitionary period where i go from being in school full-time to now Mm -hmm. working and that's not always the easiest thing in the world correct but um have gotten some pretty pretty substantial uh jobs Um, uh, lined up his first ever traveling gig yeah i'm and it's I'm, significant yeah i'm i'm being paid to travel and then work out of state mm-hmm. which is kind of really cool yeah and they're doing like a documentary right yeah and so you know just just i i finally getting a foothold in somewhere and yeah. starting to establish myself and it's it's pretty exciting you know it's so cool like i oh 
and then you graduate yeah your last class is the 22nd mm-hmm. right so yeah. It, it, it's yeah as of the release of this that's episode you'll have two classes left and then you are a college graduate that's less than a week ah! a, a week from this recording is the 23rd excitement so <laughs> yeah no the 24th a week from this recording oh a week from this recording is in a week from today as in the day it currently is yes oh see i'm chaotic I, I'm you are right a, a, a week from this i we know, don't need to talk published. about next week <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah some so all this to say i'm tired we're tired and busy mm-hmm. like very busy yeah um sorry our episodes might be a little shorter not that any of you are complaining we're long-winded um, <laughs> <laughs> and um we might take uh, a couple weeks off within the next month or so because i start rehearsals for my show mm-hmm. max is going to be traveling for work quite a bit i might actually have an opportunity to travel with him yeah. for one of them because i'm also we you might know, record an episode you know on the east coast so which fun. would be really cool that yeah. would be so fun because we'll have all the equipment we'll be mm-hmm. able to do it Ooh, good idea um <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's just, I mean, whoo. Um, and with all of this happening, with all this life, I have to reflect and we have to talk about the fact that as of the release of this recording, mm-hmm. um, the September 18th was our date. Yeah. So uh, when this episode comes out, it will technically be tomorrow that uh, we were our supposed official, to have had our wedding. Our wedding. And. How does that, that make you feel? I have been feeling so many emotions this week over that as well. I was talking to my coworkers about it early on in the week. Like, this is just going to be a weird week. I'm in a weird headspace. Like, because part of me is like, oh my gosh, with so much going on, it's so nice that we're not like actively <laughs> yeah. having a wedding. Um, but it also just, it's making me really sad. Like with the pandemic just so ongoing and... um just uh, feeling like okay this is just like on the back burner again and it's just like it's really hurting my heart especially because when we first got engaged it very much felt that way and I've talked about that before where it felt like there wasn't a lot of excitement or engagement around it and um to to come up on this year like this year mark at the same time as oh this was supposed to be our date it's just like it's it's a lot of sadness. Like I am I am super bummed. Like I'm mm-hmm. I'm I know that we made the right choice. Like I oh, fully yeah. know we made the right choice. Because um, can you imagine doing all of this and a wedding at the same time? Like I, no, I don't. we wouldn't be allowed to yeah. with with restrictions. Like no, I, but restrictions aside, I mean just with all of the things that we have going oh, on yeah. in our lives. Yeah, how busy we are now. Well, and that's, I think, another thing is when you are wedding planning and it is coming up, like you, you make time for it and we like, you wouldn't be doing those jobs because we would be actively right, exactly. uh, wedding planning. And like, I wouldn't be like having my first rehearsal this week because I would be about to get married. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, um, so you carve time out for it. But the fact that we do have all of these things is because we're not at that point and it just kind of makes me sad. Um, yeah. And so, you know. I'm I'm feeling I'm feeling a little bummed. I'm feeling like, you know, again, huh, there's not a whole lot of um there's not a whole lot of excitement around it. And that's uh a huge part of what we're going to talk about today. Um but how are you feeling about it? I'm so 
busy <laughs> right now with everything that's going on that like it, it when it occasionally does cross my mind that oh you know this was our date you know initially i i like i think about it for a second and i'm i'm actually glad that we postponed for all of the reasons that we did you know and i know that it next year this time next year is going to be so much better you know than what we would have I mean, been we able said to that have. last year but <laughs> well but it so much better than what we would have been able to have this year yeah, you know what i, I mean agree. it's like there was there was an opportunity that came up uh earlier this year that i was really excited for and i didn't get and um i have the opportunity to do it again next year and our kind of our our philosophy in approaching that is it's okay because this year there's so many restrictions mm -hmm. it, it's not going to be as full you know of an experience as it could be and next year it will be it will be right. fuller and and more you know uh, uh it'll just be a better experience yeah and so thankful being thankful that i didn't get it in the year that you know, it wasn't at its fullest. Right. And grateful for the opportunity to have that. Oh, yeah. I'm and super grateful, too, yeah. that we ch made this choice. It does, though. I mean, there it is stings. some significance. And it, yeah. it, it, it makes me sad. Like, I am, like, I, I'm just full. And I've been sad about it. Like, I'm just, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm upset that it had to happen. I'm frustrated that it happened to happen this way. And, like, mm -hmm. I just. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not, I'm not thrilled about why it had to happen. But. I am I am content with the decision we made. Oh yeah. You know. And I think that the date passing is not uh bringing up for me that I'm like all of a sudden sad we made that decision. It's mm -hmm. more of just like one of those things where it's like man, like this this was something I mean I I have a keychain of this date on my keys and mm -hmm. I have a bunch of pencils engraved <laughs> with this date and our name that I was going to use and like it's just like I and then I like had a couple of vendors calling me like forgetting that we had mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, had Extended. postponed and um, they were like, um, wait, I'm just checking in. I'm like, it's next year. And they're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's just, uh, oh, it's just making my heart hurt. And every every call that I got this week was just kind of like a little bit more of a sting. Um, mm -hmm. But it does show me that we do have uh, good vendors uh, that yeah. care enough to reach out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, and I have to I have to send that reminder email. Hey, it is mm. not this weekend. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's just you know, I, I'm I'm a, I'm really sad, and and we're going to a wedding next week. Um. And it's just kind of like we, we, we are going to a wedding next week and then we have a wedding in February and a wedding in May. Mm -hmm. And all of those people got engaged after us. <laughs> mm -hmm. And it was just kind of it, it, not that it's in any way a race or anything like that. It's just one of those things where it's like, damn, I, I thought we were going to kick off our wedding season. And mm -hmm. instead, it feels like we're concluding it. Um, which That's is not okay, a bad thing. Sometimes but. the conclusion is the best. Ew. Um, I say, what, tell me why <laughs> I said that to one of my students who was like feeling weird about their scene. And I was like, well, your scene is last. And they're like, yeah, I was like, uh, you, you save the best act for last so that you close on a strong note. And then all of a sudden they were like, oh, I'm so excited for my scene because mm -hmm. <laughs> of that tiny little comment yeah. that I made. I just think of, of drag race. Everybody wants to be the closer. And I'm mm -hmm. like, that's, 
That's us, baby. We're the closers. Honestly, can you believe we're the closers of our our (laughs) wedding season? Absolutely not. (laughs) Um, But what I definitely feel like we've felt multiple times in the process and we will probably continue to feel uh, is burnout. Mm -hmm. Burnout. uh, You can feel burnout uh, with practically anything in your life, but when it comes to wedding planning, it is so significant. Mm-hmm. So wedding planning burnout is a state of emotional, mental, and often physical exhaustion brought on by prolonged or repeated stress surrounding one's wedding. Mm-hmm. The key difference between burnout and stress is that burnout is an extended period of stress that feels as though it cannot be, um, ooh, there's a cool word here, ameliorated. Ooh. Very nice. Oh, I'm assuming right. that means like alleviated. It's like a... yeah. But um, if your stress feels never ending and is accompanied by feelings of emptiness, apathy, and hopelessness, um, this this doctor here says that it's indicative of burnout. Ameliorate means to make something bad better. Oh, well, yeah. Okay, so alleviate. uh, Yeah. uh, Just to make something, yeah, to make a situation better. So when it can't be ameliorated, then it's like, I hope that we're saying it right. I I think we are. Ameliorated. Yeah. 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 Looks fine. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But uh, so there is a uh, the not article that talks at great length that we have uh, looked into and some of their sources as well um, that lays out what wedding planning burnout is and how to deal with it. Um, And then especially people that have postponed due to the pandemic or people that have planned through the pandemic, it is like this uh, additional weight on Mm -hmm. already such a significant point of stress in any person's life. And then you think about the underlying expectations that uh, different people have for like this huge milestone in, Mm -hmm. in your life and how it should be marked, how it should be celebrated. And then when you spend months or even years planning the wedding and then on top of that you replan and you're looking at not just um vendors and venues and guest lists and family drama but then you're adding on top of that state federal restrictions and safety and it's just it it makes you not want to do it yeah and that's why we had a whole episode on eloping yeah because so many people want to because they don't want to feel this wedding burnout and something I didn't even consider um, is, you know, because when we decided to postpone, we had a date in mind. We said we're going to postpone a year. We're going to make it the 24th. Uh, you know, we already and, and we immediately talked to our vendors and stuff and was like, hey, let's mm-hmm. reschedule for this specific date. But some people, some couples have not decided right. when they want to reschedule it. They are just saying we're canceling for now. Mm-hmm. And the the uncertainty that a couple may have um, can, can like double that amount of stress that, that, that worry because not having an endpoint is extremely exhausting, Mm -hmm. you know? So this phenomenon of burnout, which is excessive stress to the point of just physical, emotional exhaustion and shutting down mm-hmm. the complete avoidance of these tasks and often even other tasks. Um, and when you're feeling burnout, 
it in one section it will definitely uh, like section of your life it will absolutely affect other aspects of your life absolutely if you're feeling burnout at work and you bring it home you are absolutely exhausted it is going to affect your life in so many different ways um and so when you're experiencing this first of all know that it is completely normal and understandable mm. that you will be experiencing this and most people when they're wedding planning regardless of if they have postponed due to covid or not they're go like they're going to feel it at some point mm -hmm. it's just gonna happen and i know you and i grew up in a culture that like talks a lot about productivity mm -hmm. and and you have to be productive all the time mm -hmm. and this is something that you and i are, are trying to work through right now Ooh. is understanding the balance between productivity and rest mm -hmm. and, and that I, you are entitled to and rest. that you're it's entitled to rest earn. yeah exactly it's it's something that you require just like you require you know oxygen and yeah. water you need rest and uh, a lot of people our age you know who who grew up in this you know, uh, who grew up thinking that you have to be productive all the time or you're you know, not it, worth it or anything. you're not. Yeah, exactly. Um, those kinds of people don't afford themselves rest mm -hmm. and are so susceptible to burnout. You need to stop pointing at me with your words right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also pointing at you with my hands <laughs> and I, my eyes. I literally, we literally have had this conversation so many times this week about me coming home and just not resting or like me not taking my lunch to eat or like mm -hmm. me not taking my prep period to actually prep, but to do other work. And like, it's just, Oh my God, it's so exhausting. But mm -hmm. then like, you know, I, and then I'm exhausted and then I don't do well. And it's, so it's just on top of each other, one on top of the other. And it is not just physical work that will cause burnout. It, mental and emotional stress mm -hmm. are huge factors that lead to burnout, mm -hmm. right? Um, but uh, what, are, what are the causes of wedding burnout and how can we identify it? Wedding planning burnout is caused by stress. Mm -hmm. That's it. Uh, and it, our article says when we're stressed, three main body systems the nervous system endocrine system and the immune system are amplified this is according to dr eric first uh and he is a part of the american institute of stress the whole institute oh man i really need to be studied um <laughs> <laughs> he says that when the brain perceives a potential a potential threat real like oh like i better quit looking at wedding dresses on my phone while i'm driving or even imagine such as like my wedding dress is going to be a disaster. The whole day is going to be a disaster. Both of those kinds of thoughts and actions will activate the sympathetic branch of your nervous system. So then the endocrine system, which leads to release of hormones like cortisol and other chemicals, that'll increase your heart rate, your blood pressure. It will activate glucose stores for fuel. All of that stuff. So then all of these reactions are why you feel excited or you feel your heart fluttering. But at the same time, they put your immune system on high alert. So this like this makes so much sense to me because my mom always said that like when I get super stressed, I, my body like shuts down, it gets sick. Mm -hmm. And so this doctor says that initially uh, this like up. Uh, this immune system response is protective, but with sustained stress, 
It produces excess chemicals that lead to inflammation and actually lowering the immune defenses. So that's why you feel like you're run down, like you're catching a cold and why you feel sick when you're stressed. Mm -hmm. It's and it's not just the immune system. Um, all of it can lead to an imbalance across the three systems and that can become like a depleted source of all the different chemicals and transmitters. And um, so your body is physically becoming out of whack for a prolonged time because of so much sustained stress. Mm -hmm. And then that translates to daily life. And that's when burnout occurs. Mm -hmm. When you physically are, are you're having a physical response to something that's going on in your brain and it is keeping you from doing your daily tasks. Right. So classic signs of being too stressed, inability to focus, irritability, having a short fuse, feeling physically and mentally worn down. Mm -hmm. And it can also appear in forms like poor sleep, feelings of isolation, constant anxiety, over analysis of events, as well as physical tension, pain and fatigue. That sounds like <sighs> all of our symptoms. I literally have felt all of those things every <laughs> single day since I started teaching. I'm not even kidding you. Yeah. Um, and so all of these symptoms will spill into wedding planning. Um, and you might feel excess dread you might feel some cynicism you might be picking on people look at listen to my comment before i'm like no one was excited no one mm -hmm. was this not um you might have irritability anger uh you, it, you just like at the end of the day you might just not want to do this anymore even though you know it's something that is so important to you and that is something that has happened multiple times where We've gotten to the point where we're so burnt out about it that you're like, we should just not do it. I've said it multiple times. She yeah. said it multiple times, and I'm like, you don't actually feel that. You don't actually want that. In that moment, though, but I have in, to be honest with you, I do feel that but way. I, well, and that's what I'm saying. Like, overall, your overall person, you don't want that. But in this moment, you're exhausted, mm -hmm. which is understandable. Yeah. And it that uh, canceling... <laughs> is not going to solve that issue. Rest is going to help yeah. alleviate those, you know, those problems. Right. So basically, um, if, and if any, any listener like denies the like links between mental and physical health, like girl, go read a book because Ugh. this, I mean, it is, I, this, this is like just full science. Mm -hmm. Like, the way that you are speaking to yourself, the the actions that not only your actions, but how, your mental state, your mm -hmm. how you're approaching things, it physically affects your body. Mm -hmm. um, and stress leads to sickness. It just does. Uh, excess stress. I'm literally holding the my temple <laughs> because I have such a bad headache right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, because literally all of those things that they just listed – I've, I I I have experienced that this mm -hmm. week, all of those things. All of it. Like that, I was giggling as I was reading this because it's like, wow, they really just like eavesdropped on our conversation and then wrote an article about it. And it's not so, <laughs> like the 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 correlation between physical and mental health and and how just just immensely they affect one another mm -hmm. is not something that I ever learned until like way later in life. Mm -hmm. And I think that that is not that's not great. I think yeah. everybody should be far more aware of that. Well, and you know what's so funny too is like I'm I'm working with these high school students, right? And oh my god, they've got a lot of feelings. 
Um, <laughs> and like some kids, like, I mean, everybody's going through a lot right now, right? Everyone is experiencing burnout in some, some aspect of their life. Um, and, and such, in such a drastic shift of like truly all of society at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and some kids are exhibiting it in terms of like anger and they're lashing out and there's like a TikTok trend called devious licking where like people are stealing stuff from, <laughs> from, from classrooms teachers. and teachers. And I talked to all my kids and I was like, if you steal anything from this classroom, like, first of all, we'll know exactly who you stole it from because like literally everything in my classroom is so ridiculous and colorful yeah. and very theater. Like we'll know exactly mm-hmm. like who it is you took from, but also like that's just so incredibly disrespectful and personal yeah and you're gonna take it personally oh yeah and i told that all my kids that and they Mm -hmm. were like oh like they all were like oh no miss Smith, we never do that to you i'm like okay so then don't do that to any teacher because Mm -hmm. like if they feel the same way and then and so they're like it's like that some kids are completely shutting down not showing up they are not participating at all they're just heads down on their phones uh will not interact then there are kids that come in and they're like having full mental breakdowns. Mm-hmm. I have I have had at least two kids in tears hyperventilating in my office every week. Oof. Um, I just had a kid today who got cast in the play is going through so much with family. Um, and it, I mean like, wow. Mm-hmm. And, um, he was telling me about it today and was like, just feeling so sad and was like, I don't know if I can do the play because I don't know if I can be as positive as you need me to be and I looked at him and my heart dropped Mm. and I was like child I'm not gonna say his name (laughs) child you do not have to be your 100% peppy wonderful self every single day Mm -hmm. I was like that's it I am not I am not 100% peppy one my best every single day why on earth would I expect that from you and I told him like can we maybe think about this as a place where you can escape from that and you can find, you know, this, this piece of uh, the building that you just, you're able to be someone else and you're able to just like forget about all of the pain and all of the heartache for like an hour and a half while you are in the scene and you're, you're somebody else. And I was like, but even if you can't do that and even if you just need to sit here and you need to talk to us and you need to cry and you need to vent, I was like, you need to know that there's a room full of people who love you. And, and at the end of the day, at least there's one and I'm your advocate and blah, blah, blah. And I was just telling him and he cried and was like, I have never been told that it was OK for me to feel bad. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. this this child is a senior in high school has literally looked at me in the face and said, I've never been told it's okay for me to feel bad sometimes. Mm -hmm. And the things he's going through, Oh my God, if I was going through them, wow, I would, I would not be okay. (laughs) I would not even be able to speak. Like the fact that like mental health is not on the forefront of everybody's minds (laughs) and people are not making the correlation between physical and mental health and looking at the links between your attitude about something and the results and it's immense an immense difference when you put that at the forefront because then you get kids who were before he would drop now he's going to participate and probably have a better experience because of it yeah right and then the same thing with people who are planning their wedding if you are aware of this and you are going to take the steps needed to 
either prevent burnout or treat it when, when it's affecting you and looking at it through the lens of this is something that's going on both in my brain mentally and emotionally, but also chemically. Let me treat it that way. Yeah. Like the, the results are immense when you take it seriously. Truly. We love mental health. We, we do. <laughs> Absolutely. So, uh, how to prevent wedding burnout there's some ways to to prevent it before it occurs before you go full burnout shutdown right what Um, are they well uh, (laughs) like like we said it is preventable um and the key is just mitigating stress whenever possible but there are ways that we can do that and there's these are expert like therapy tips um the first one says make simple changes to your daily routine so when you keep your stress from developing into a full-blown wedding burnout, you incorporate behavioral techniques clinically proven to decrease stress and anxiety for like simple actions like um, petting something, laughing, participating in breathing exercises. Uh, and then it says like getting enough sleep seven to nine hours says mm-hmm. it's recommended. So right in that eight hours, balanced meals, um, hydration, exercise are all like just proven physically to like keep stress and anxiety low. And I know it sounds like, oh yeah, of course. The answer is always, you know, diet mm-hmm. and exercise. And, but um, yeah, it's it's important. Be- like you know? because we see the link between physical and mental health, yeah. right? Um, now small changes. I will also say even something as simple as allotting 30 minutes or an hour or however much time even 15 minutes for you to have your wedding moment right your wedding minute go and look on pinterest for 10 minutes or go and uh email two of your vendors that you've been putting off right find uh maybe a half hour once a week if your wedding is like you know a year out right um and dedicate sprinkle that, it in. sprinkle it in, dedicate that time to it. And then you can make it semi-daily. You can make it daily once it gets closer. And then, so that way it's not like one day you're not planning a wedding at all. And then the second day you are planning an entire wedding yeah. all day because that drastic extreme of um, your daily routine changing is going to be overwhelming so for you. It's the quickest way to achieve mm-hmm. burnout. Absolutely. So that is my like biggest daily routine suggestion is just to allot a certain amount of time. I've started doing that with cleaning. Like I've allotted like and I've I'm physically putting on a timer. I will put on a timer and then I'll put music on and I will clean for an hour like on a Sunday and then afterwards and then I did the same thing with work. I put a timer on for an hour and then I did an hour's worth of work and then as soon as I was done, I was done and I like shut it. And mm-hmm. I went and I laid down <laughs> like, yeah. and it really, really helps. Like just promising myself that I'm going to take this hour and then I'm going to go and do something that makes me happy or I'm going to go do something that helps me rest. And it's really been keeping me balanced um, during I'm, the weekends. Yeah. I've been doing something similar when I'm cleaning the house mm-hmm. um, during the day. I will put on like an episode of my like YouTube mm-hmm. like channel that I watch while I'm doing the dishes. So mm-hmm. I can I can look out of the corner of my eye, watch and you know, hear. And then I'm usually finished before the episode is over. So I'll sit down and finish out the episode. Yeah. So I've gotten something done 
and I have a little bit of rest time in there and it doesn't feel so bad because I'm I'm enjoying something while I'm doing it mm-hmm. you know it's just like listening to music while you work you know it's like yeah being able to to combine work and rest simultaneously absolutely another one uh is set up a preventative therapy session uh if you're feeling overwhelmed if you postponed and you're feeling a lot of emotions about it if you have family drama um we are huge advocates of therapy even when there's not actively a problem if you are anticipating if you're starting to feel the signs of burnout or excessive stress make a therapy session and they will work with you personally and specifically on just on just techniques on how to control that right maybe the planning doesn't work for you but maybe color breathing will or maybe um you know some some other kind of grounding technique might help uh ease your anxiety there's literally so many resources out there take advantage of them yeah seriously i like and it's preventative nothing is wrong with you because you are actively looking for ways to make your life better and easier mm-hmm. and then that's something that you and your partner can do together you yeah, know it's know. it's something you can include both of you in and just like hey i want to both have us find like these techniques because i'm feeling this way and I want you to be informed on what I'm doing and maybe it'll help you if not in wedding planning and other aspects of our life and all that good stuff. I know that um, one thing that kind of works for us uh, is when we need to breathe, you Mm -hmm. know, we do a breathing technique together. Yeah. We also have family scream. Oh, (laughs) we haven't done that in a while, (laughs) but yeah, family scream. I mean, I have done it a couple of times on the way to school. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's good. We basically are just like, okay, we're going to scream for five seconds on the count of three, one, two, three. And then we'll scream as Ah. loud as we can for five seconds. (laughs) Um, and then usually at the end we giggle because it's funny and then whatever frustration, like you you Mm -hmm. get it out and it's nice. And then it's like, all right, I was actually watching something, uh, earlier that it was talking about watching horror films and you know, why people like, Mm-hmm. to be scared and um eli roth uh which is a horror film director mm-hmm. uh he stated that actually screaming like the act of screaming when you're scared releases some of that pressure releases some of that it's mm-hmm. actually like therapeutic yeah oh, so, absolutely. so like so watching a horror film and uh getting you know spooked by a jump scare and <laughs> screaming out loud it actually releases like endorphins i was like that is fascinating mm. and that's probably why i like the matterhorn so much oh uh, because it God. scares the living shit out of me they sped up comes- the matterhorn oh man i'm serious i went on the matterhorn <laughs> a couple weeks ago and they boosted that shit like it is so much faster than it used to be now when i say the matterhorn scares me and all you people are gonna be like what the matterhorn is not even scary <laughs> when they added the yeti breathing down your neck uh, gotta tell you, screamed like <laughs> like I was a young lad again. Just uh, I was a child and I was deathly afraid. Correct. It was awesome. So <laughs> don't make fun of me. Um, I, just I go on you. the Matterhorn, enjoy it. Correct. Give a good scream. It mm-hmm. releases endorphins. It's oh. good for your body. Yeah, and you could do it with the whole family. <laughs> um, <laughs> another suggestion is to hit pause on planning. We have utilized this one. Yeah, I, I'm going to be honest with you guys. Like we haven't actively planned in multiple months. Um, And I know as soon as we get back into it, things are going to change. 
I know that for a fact. I need to revisit budget. I need to revisit yep. vendors, touch base with them. Mm-hmm. I We're even considering revisiting the guest list. Um, you know, we have to contemplate uh, vaccination requirements. We have to contemplate safety. Um, just numbers and budget. So many things money-wise has, have happened to us, and it's stressful, and it's mm-hmm. hard. And um, life has hit us, and... and we have paused wedding planning be- because of it. And honestly, I'm I'm going to tell you, like, it's been better because of it. Yeah. Like, um, we've been able to focus on other things. We've been able to develop. And that way know, I don't resent the wedding. Yeah. And I don't like, I'm not tired of it. And I'm not feeling that burnout because I'm not thinking about it. Um, and obviously your timeline is going to dictate how much you can do this, how often. Um, but it's absolutely okay to, uh, to hit pause if you're feeling like it's too stressful. Um, and also, and I'm going to just remind everyone out there cause everybody who's planning a wedding, even considering planning a wedding, or even if you're doing anything in general, um, you don't need to do all of that. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm going to say right here, right now. Uh, if you're think about the things you're stressed about, go ahead. You don't need to do all of that. Mm-hmm. And you definitely don't need to do all of that by the time you think you need to do all of that. Mm-hmm. Something that I've literally told myself in the mirror every single day this past week mm-hmm. because we talked about like yeah. me resting and not overwhelming myself. And I was literally staring at myself in the mirror, my affirmations mirror in my class. Like you do not need to do all of that today. And it was like, okay. And then one of my students, I didn't realize was still in my class. And she was like, are you talking to me? And I was like, no, bye. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and that's, so, you know, like like you said, we talked about it earlier this week, and we talked about what what was the question I asked you. It was, how many things do you need to do in one day to feel like it was a productive day? Yeah. You know, like, what is the number of things? What is the minimum number of things? And it usually, the answer is, like, well, everything on my to-do list. Mm-hmm. And that's not, one, that's not good it's not good because I always add to my to-do list. Because you always add to your to-do list. That makes every day nigh unachievable. Mm-hmm. And it makes the days where you are resting feel make you feel like a piece of shit, basically, because mm-hmm. you feel like I'm getting nothing done today. I'm right. lazy. I feel like know. I'm wasting the day. Exactly. Yeah. I saw a TikTok that was literally talking about, like, in a like uh, capitalistic society, whatever, um, that we need to lower our standards of productivity because of that exact reason. We our criteria for what it is to be a normal day is getting increasingly more uh, unattainable. So it's like if you think a normal day is being productive all day, then at any point in time when you are having less than a completely productive day, you're going to feel like you had a bad day mm-hmm. and that's not the criteria you should be setting for yourself. Exactly. And so putting pause on planning, especially when you're not in the headspace, especially if you're overwhelmed and, and usually due to outside factors, like you had a bad day at work and you come home and you're about to email vendors. No. Right. Um, you and your partner got into a fight and then all of a sudden you're going to go and like start working on decor. Absolutely not. Yeah. Right. And even if like something's going wrong, if you contact a vendor and they're not available and you're starting to get frustrated or you're f- mad at how many people have been added to the guest list or whatever. Take it, throw it out for now. Yeah. Revisit it later when, when you have a fresh eye and a better attitude. 
you gave me a to-do list this morning. I did. And it had it, it, at the, by the end of the day, it had 11 things on it. Sorry. That's <laughs> okay. I finished three of them and I started an additional three of them. Mm -hmm. And then I did other things that aren't even on the list. And that's and accomplished those tasks. And you did way more than you needed to today. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Like I didn't get my full list done. I could not possibly have gotten my full list done. Right. Mm -hmm. But I started half of them yeah. at least. And I completed a good number of them. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's, and that's a productive, that that's a productive day. Yeah. I feel good about today. I feel like I got shit done today. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I still have work to do. I have work to do tomorrow. Right. Oh, I have to put in grades. <laughs> I just remembered. <laughs> but, but I have at least made progress today and that is good. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, I, you know, for lunch, I, I sat down, I watched a couple episodes of my show, you know? Yeah. And, and I rested. relaxed and I rested because oh, yeah. I deserved that. Even though we had a lot to do, we still went and uh, visited my parents and watched my brother's practice. Cause mm -hmm. I was like, I need to see them and I want to interact with them. And even though like I have work to do, mm -hmm. I want to still see them. Recording this podcast wasn't even on the list today. Oh my God. I know. But, but I was like, know. we need to do it. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, for for all of our listeners who like us grew up thinking you had to be mega productive every single day or mm -hmm. you're not worth anything um especially like f for me that was really ingrained in me when i was in the military mm. uh you don't have to be yeah m mulch you know mega productive every single day absolutely this is the thing that i struggle with and this is the other suggestion <laughs> is leaning on your support system so it says once you've taken a break um the this doctor recommends seeking out support mm -hmm. talk to your significant other first share your feelings share your fears it will most likely bring you guys closer mm -hmm. and be honest with them about what you need come up with solutions together mm -hmm. right um and then uh, delegate like we, we had a whole episode on delegating and mm -hmm. reaching out to your support system and identifying certain people who can help you with certain things including letting them in on these like feelings of burnout or these symptoms of burnout um, and allowing them to alleviate your stress by not only actively taking on something that you no longer have to deal with, but also just like being a sympathetic ear being someone that um, can be like, I've felt that too. Or I completely understand why you would feel like you would feel that way. Just like the, the notion of having your feelings validated by those people is going to go a long way for you. Yeah, for sure. And I know that like for me, um, I think one of the, one of the big starts to that is being, being able to leave. Cause if you're the type of person that has trouble asking for help, you know, and asking for things, i.e. I you, um, <laughs> I think, before even trying to to put it into your head that you need to start to learn how to lean on your support system, I would say make a list of yeah. all of the people that you know you can count on for very specific things. Like I know, for example, if we need somebody to watch Abby, we have a specific 
like list that is our immediate support system, right? Mm -hmm. I know that if I need something in regards to sound, uh, you know, getting a sound job and, and, and mentorship and stuff like that, I have specific people, a list of people that I will contact and in yeah. a specific order if I need help. I did it you at know? work today for the first time. I reached out for help. Good. <laughs> and I like, and I was going to say for you specifically, yeah. if you have problem children mm -hmm. and they're causing, you know, mayhem, I sent, you I have sent a support out. system. And I had a support system that wouldn't get me in trouble, too. I literally yeah. like use another teacher <laughs> that I knew connected with those kids. And I was like, please come see them and talk yes. to them. And she was like, you got it. And then they did. And it worked. And mm -hmm. I was like, wow. And then she was like, please do that again. And I was like, OK. <laughs> mm -hmm. So being aware of your support system mm -hmm. is huge because then in the moment, I, I I know that people have a tendency to believe like, oh, well, I, I, there's nobody that can help me, you know, mm -hmm. and you get kind of trapped in your own, you know, what's in front of your face and uh, you, you feel alone. You feel like there's nobody to help you. But if you have made yourself aware of who exactly your support system is beforehand, mm -hmm. yeah, if you've put it into your head. Then when that moment when you need it and you feel alone, you're like, oh, wait, I already know who I can I can. Call. Right. You yeah. Know? And I think it's also just a matter of allowing yourself to accept the help, mm -hmm. which is something that um, is, is really hard for people to navigate through on your own. And I would say talk to a professional, talk to your significant other, talk to that person specifically, but also talk to a professional and see if you can find ways around that mental block because yeah. it that's exactly what it is is a mental block and i mm -hmm. i guarantee you that everybody um whether or not they're close with the biological family or um you know in-laws family or whatever you have a chosen family you have people that love you um and that will do things for you you just have to be willing to ask yeah and and then and then take 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 the take the like take the help yeah <laughs> <laughs> and i'm 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 just talking to myself at this point cause, yeah because um i need to be doing that <laughs> it's difficult to advocate for yourself uh -huh. but once you start it gets easier mm -hmm. you know once because you, you start to see the support yeah you start to feel it exactly once you push through and make the active decision to be like even if i'm uncomfortable even if i'm scared i'm going to ask for this mm -hmm. And the worst thing they can say is no. And yeah. no means you just have to look elsewhere. And yeah. that's okay. And then guess what? When you ask for help and then they say yes, that they'll help. Or if they've said, hey, like I will help with this. And you say, okay. And then they don't bug them, bug them. Mm -hmm. I know it might be hard, mm -hmm. but bug them because this is your first priority, but it might not be theirs. And so even though they offered to help, Make sure that you set a timeline and say, okay, I need this help and I need this specific thing. I like, love sending reminder emails. Reminder emails, even like reminder texts. Um, e and it doesn't even have to be just like with wedding planning stuff. Like, I mean, if like, you know, you've got certain criteria for like, oh, okay, I need to watch the kids. Please make sure that this happens. Uh, you know, mm -hmm. um, oh, like, could you like feed the dog and make sure that they get this and this, like, like, don't, don't think that because you're asking somebody to do something, you also give them leeway to do it wrong. Like, make sure that they do understand that, like, you're asking for something specific and you are absolutely okay to like, 
to to be assertive in that mm-hmm. now don't be disrespectful <laughs> and understand that it's not you doing it it is them but i just i feel like too often especially with me it's like i feel like if i am asking for help i can't ask for anything specific i can't right. ask for it to be the way that i want it to be and then i end up do redoing it or like dreading it because i didn't do it because i didn't specify what it is that i wanted right and so just being able to be very clear in your communication of what you need and then accepting that help uh it's it's a hard it's a hard line because you also you want to be stay respectful and stay loving to the people that are helping you um and it's just it's just a hard line to to find and it'll take practice that's all it just takes practice so you've put together all of the preventative measures you possibly can, mm-hmm. you know, and you've done everything you needed to do, and yet you're still still feeling burnt mm-hmm. out. Correct. How do we treat that? Um, so I'm going to say the biggest one is self-care. Um, doing, taking a pause on all your responsibilities, even for a day. Take a day off work. Take, take a day to yourself. If you absolutely physically cannot, then do it on your off time. But, um, everybody should get like paid time off and to some degree use it. Yeah. Uh, or like, you know, utilize your days off and prioritize you. Mm-hmm. And so what I mean by self care is not like how you see it glamorized, like, Oh, face masks and eating chocolate covered strawberries and bubble baths. Like that's nice. But also like just physically checking in with yourself. Start with the basics. Are you eating healthy and regularly? Are you drinking enough water? Are you getting enough sleep? Are you like moving your body? Like, are you getting up and moving around? Are you stretching? Has like, what does your body need? Um, Have you interacted with anyone in the past month? If you're overwhelmed by interacting with too many people, take a day to yourself. Mm -hmm. Don't speak to anyone, right? If you're in customer service or something, if you're a teacher, take a day where you don't speak, right? Yeah, there's Um, no one rest fits all. Correct. Um, And then encouraging relaxation practices on top of that like meditation deep breathing grounding um maybe even like supplements or supplemental behaviors like you could do a face mask or do something that makes you feel good Mm -hmm. for just for the sake of doing it Mm -hmm. right so i don't mean like oh i feel good when i get all my work done like no what is something (laughs) that you do that just brings you like something you would i know (laughs) what is something that you can do that will just bring you instant joy for no reason other than it's just joyful. It's just Mm. fun. Right. Um, for some people it's like, I mean, honestly watching TikToks makes me happy. Just like sitting down with a snack and watching TikToks makes me happy or like certain songs that I listen to just make me really happy or like, um, going to the movies is always going to make me happy. Right. I'm it's, it's chocolate for me. <laughs> like if I'm if I'm feeling a funk, if I'm feeling a certain way, chocolate just helps. <laughs> That's good. I I've noticed it more and more like it like it's been more and more often that I will go to chocolate to mm-hmm. alleviate some of the the stress that I'm feeling. Yeah. It just it, it makes me happy. It's Absolutely. So Um, so practice self-care not only in the glamorized way but also in the very basic way of checking in with your body um listening to what it is that you need and then making accommodations for yourself 
like don't just say okay this is how i'm feeling and then move on that's what i've been doing lately it's not it doesn't help <laughs> it doesn't right? help um, <laughs> but then allowing yourself to take time to really care about it and to um you know to just take time for you um i think i asked you this week and i've asked you this before but specifically this week i asked you what what relaxes you Oh, I cannot for the life like, of me come up with a solution. Yeah. I, and that's that's Sleeping, like, that's, I guess. That's but I sad. don't sleep very well. You don't sleep very well, <laughs> so that's not it. No, and it's, it's I, I kind of feel sad. Like You know what relaxes me? When you trace your fingers across my arm. Oh. That relaxes me. I like yeah. instantly fall asleep when you do that. Well, so what was the, there was a specific phrasing. I think it was, uh, what right now would make you feel restful? Mm-hmm. I think is what I said. Yeah. And because your mind is constantly going, you are it's bad. perpetually never at rest. I know. And <laughs> so <laughs> I live it, ma'am. Yeah. So, so, <laughs> but that is a great question to ask yourself. I know. Uh, yes. And do that. And then try to find an answer because, um, because Aaron does not have, and one then yet. if you have one, send them to me and let me know <laughs> <laughs> and I'll try yours. Um, Another thing is uh, validating your feelings, allowing yourself to feel upset, right? Uh, Just like your student. Yeah, exactly. When when you're treating burnout, especially wedding planning burnout, you may still experience these feelings of sadness or frustration when you're practicing self-care, mm. right? Because you've put so much love and work into your wedding and then suddenly somebody's causing an issue or it was ripped out in front of you because of a pandemic or whatever, or even just you're feeling like it's all too much right now or you can't do it all or the the timeline is too strict or the money is too tight or whatever. It's so much to process, right? Mm -hmm. And then on top of the fact, and we've talked about this a lot lately, um, on top of the fact that it is literally being packaged to you as one of the most important days of your life and that this is just an out-of-this-world expectation that you need to exceed for all of your guests. And it's just absolutely, wow. Yeah, the the pressure of having to entertain everybody while also enjoying and, it yourself. And impressing them. And impress, yeah. And then making a statement about the wedding culture and making mm-hmm. a statement about your relationship. And it's so much. Allow yourself to feel upset, but don't make any important decisions when you're experiencing this negativity. I think this is a very big distinction right just like i told my student like you can feel this way absolutely let's not be hasty with our decision making let's not drop the show just because you're feeling this way let's talk it through so that you understand that you do have a space to feel that way at certain moments right um your wedding will happen right you put so much work into it it's not going to go to waste even if it's delayed or even if something doesn't go specifically right it is absolutely okay to be upset, but it's not okay to act during that frustration. Yeah. Um, but validating your feelings will then help them go away. They really will. Mm. Um, a lot of people think that when you validate someone's feelings, uh, you encourage them to continue feeling that way. Like when you're like, I understand that you're probably really frustrated or you're really sad or whatever. Like, no, think about that um, moment in Inside Out, right? Where sadness finally mm-hmm. lets like Riley cry and feel sad. And then she gets the comfort from her parents and then she f- she's able to feel happy again mm-hmm. because she finally let out that emotion and it was validated. So then, okay, I don't have to hold on to it anymore. Mm-hmm. I can move forward. 
Um, That's something I struggle with. Uh, it's something a lot of people struggle with, even the concept of it. People mm-hmm. just want positivity all the time, toxic gratitude, and it's just like, no, like there are moments where it's like I just need to feel I need, just need to feel this way right now so that I can move move on from it. Yeah. And talking about it, talking through it, validating the feelings is not dwelling on it. It's not. It It's understanding it and it's allowing myself to have that because whether or not I acknowledge it, I'm still going to feel it. Right. And that's something I think a lot of people don't realize. It's like it, it's not going to go away just because I don't vocalize it. Yeah. But when I vocalize it, it could go away faster and probably in, in a more healthy way. Mm hmm. You know, as long yeah. as I don't make any actions whilst feeling that way. Yeah. And then, I, yeah. huh? No, I was just going to say, like, for for the the times when I've been, you know, frustrated about something and not even realize that I'm frustrated, and then I can, like, look at it and finally admit to myself, like, you know, no, I am, I am really sad mm-hmm. about this. This fucking sucks. Being able to recognize it for what it is has helped to make that feeling go away. Yeah. Sometimes for people like me, it's just hard to even recognize what it is that's there. Right. And that's why checking in with yourself and, and having that kind of um, observant perspective on how you're feeling uh, is uh, recommended by doctors. Mm-hmm. And significant <laughs> and others. And significant others. Uh, and then another thing is just try to make wedding planning as fun as possible. Make it an event. Hail. Yeah, yeah. Uh, get with, with with your bridesmaids, your brides people, and your grooms people and be like, all right, every second Tuesday we're going to wedding plan and we're, it's going to be wine night. Or, okay, like let's let's make it – let's – let's plan at a different restaurant every time and let's go, let's make a game out of it or, Mm -hmm. um, you know, get creative in the personal details that you add to your wedding so that it feels, uh, like you have this sense of pride in the event, Mm. right? There's so many ways to make your wedding planning fun and personal. And that will be an episode very soon because I love, I love those elements. Mm -hmm. And then, just practice gratitude, right? Um, in between calls with vendors, family, friends, um, practice practice your affirmations, mm-hmm. right? Um, affirmations are I am statement, positive I am statements, positive true statements that just can't be argued. Things like I am strong, I am enough, I am loved, I am calm, I am capable. You are um, loved. Yeah, I love you too, <laughs> right? Uh, and then, of course, if all of this feels like too much, talk with a professional. Absolutely. absolutely. Like, just just get the help. There's absolutely no, there's because, no shame in it. Yeah, because you can't teach yourself what you don't know. And that's that on that. And if you're feeling wedding burnout, reach out to us and we'll definitely point you in the right direction if we can't ourselves offer up some help. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Talk to me. I like talking. <laughs> I'll talk to you. that was really cute thank you Um, all right i believe it's time for a hitch or ditch yes i have a passionate ditch today please please go ahead all right here we go are you ready give me the ditch what is it okay i'm not here to offend but i am here to crucify this (laughs) yes biblical imagery you know why because this trend is ancient I'm pretty sure this trend has been around 
pre-Bible. Pre-Bible. Burlap. Burlap. Burlap is my ditch. <laughs> Burlap. Burlap. B-U-R-L-A-P. Burlap is my ditch. We are ditching burlap. We are ditching burlap ribbon around the mason jars. Hate it. We are ditching burlap like table runners. We are Hate ditching it. burlap wrapped around the flower bouquets and used as shoelaces for the laced up boots under your wedding dress. I, we all know how I feel at this point with rustic weddings. And while I understand that rustic has a time and a place, listen, listen to me before you, before you throw hate and shade my way. But throw, I, before you throw mason jars. Correct. And tie me up with burlap. Um, you need to know the rustic element has a time and a place. Absolutely. And it may be at your wedding and I support you in that. My, my tech class today we were discussing the set design for our show almost mm-hmm. main and they used the word rustic and i fully agreed with them mm-hmm. because it is in a rural area in mm-hmm. the northern wo- east is it northeast main northeast that, that i'm of, correct of of, yeah. of, of north america yes! it is in the northeast yes! region yes Okay, good, because I said that to my tech class. <laughs> um, I'm really bad at geography. Geography is not, it's just not my thing. Suit. Um, so they use the word rustic, and it's Christmas time. We're we're mm-hmm. talking about the vibe. We're talking about the costuming. We're talking about. I made them. I had them make mood boards, and there were mm-hmm. some very rustic, earthy tones. And you know what? It fits it perfectly. Mm-hmm. I really like it. We will be participating in mm-hmm. rustic theme. I support a rustic theme. However. When it comes to my personal wedding, if I see any trace of anything rustic, including burlap, especially burlap, I'm going to pass away. I just I absolutely <laughs> cannot handle burlap. I really think we as a society can move beyond burlap. I really do. Twine is a close second. Twine's a close second. Sorry about I'm not it. Not a fan of twine. Twine, close second to bu- 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 burlap. First of all, burlap is the most uncomfortable of the materials <laughs> <laughs> of all materials burlap is the most uncomfy i i would prefer steel wool truly i would rather wear a steel wool sweater than a burlap sweater because at least i would look fashionable fashion forward <laughs> in the steel wool sweater <laughs> And then you know what? My skin, it would be bleeding. So like I wouldn't feel the itching. It would just be wet, (laughs) you know, but with burlap, I would itch all day long and then I would still have a rash. I just, ah, you know what they use with burlap? Mm. Potato sacks, Mm -hmm. literal potato. You're going to take potato sack imagery and throw it on your tables at your wedding and wrap your bouquets in potato hey, sack fabric some people really love potatoes one of the things when people say do i look bad today they one of the synonyms they will use is do i look like a potato sack mm-hmm. do i look like i'm wearing a sack mm-hmm. that is one of the worst things that could happen to you and you're going to actively take that material and you're going to apply it to your decor <laughs> ma'am ditch burlap I can't handle it. Even if, okay, I'll make a deal with you listeners. Mm-mm. You can do rustic. You can have fucking wood slabs. You can have it. I'm going to slap you in the face with it. But you can have them, right? You do you. 
and I, no, I'm so, I'm being so mean because I, I know so many people that are doing rustic, and I'm just being so over dramatic. I really do support you, and I, I'm. It's gonna be beautiful. I promise. But I, if you're having a problem with us, uh, go back to our disclaimer. Well, go back to our disclaimer, and also just like know that like I just think I feel this way because we love you. I can't personally find anything other than this, and mm-hmm. so that's why it's fed into my frustration. Um, but. If you can promise me no burlap, I will give you your wood slabs. I will allow Ooh, you to have wow. wood slabs. Okay. If you I can know dish how, burlap. I know how you feel about wood slabs, I, so that's huge. Yeah. That, it's how I feel. Wow. Because, I, like I said, if you have to choose, wood slabs, I mean, they're readily available. Mm. But burlap, can we get burlap out of business? Like, that's all I have to say about it. Burlap. Big burlap hates you. Vote no on the recall but vote yes on recalling burlap <laughs> wow and that's my political plug after it's already happened thank you yeah thank you wow <laughs> that that was heavy it just like the burlap fabric <laughs> is heavy and itchy and ugly and man are they ugly <laughs> um my hitch <laughs> i just today. can't like i I'm, I'm sorry i'm just still thinking about it like you really looked at that fabric and said that belongs in my wedding that yeah. fabric mm-hmm. i i'm so sorry <laughs> <laughs> go ahead uh my hitch today is very simple um i'm hitching taking care of your mental health like we <gasps> talked about it a lot this episode oh. and it's something that i feel uh very personally um is super important and it's also National Suicide Awareness Month, September. It is Suicide Awareness Month. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's very important to keep in mind during stressful times. Mm-hmm. As a veteran, um, I know a lot of other veterans who have uh, taken their lives. Um, it's uh, Suicide is immensely common uh, amongst males and especially male veterans. Mm-hmm. Um, and so since burnout can be huge in how it affects your daily life, mm-hmm. um, just take care of yourselves, you know, take care of yourselves, seek help whenever you need it. Yeah. And live, please. That's Absolutely. my hitch. Yes. It's important to me. Drastically different on the Drastically emotional spectrum. We, we I know. Chose. <laughs> Yeah, I know. <laughs> I really As you were going I through came, yours, I was like, oh I man. I came out of the gate <laughs> saying I will I said I will pass away if I see burlap and you really came out here and said don't pass away. <laughs> uh well, that's that for this episode. But if you miss us, you can check us out on social media at something blue podcast. Give us a five-star review and support us on Anchor. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to Something Blue, Wedding Planning with the 21st Century Bride and Groom. If you feel bad for us because we had to postpone our wedding, uh, Venmo us or support us on Anchor because, like I said, money is tight. Toit. I'm the bride. (laughs) And I am the groom with 371 days to go. Happy planning. If you like the look of potato sex, use burlap. (laughs) (laughs) On a serious note, if you or a loved one has been diagnosed with using burlap in your wedding decor, you may be entitled to emotional compensation. (sighs) Did that make sense? (laughs) Sure.